Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Guys, it's episode number 16 today. I'm talking to you guys about some real stuff, okay? You can enjoy life and you can live longer. Um, I'm going to give you a couple of stories. First, I'm going to give you a quote. And then I'm just going to show you how deploying empathy, deploying kindness, and being just an overall nice person will always take you through life with no regrets. You know, remember that time I, I was just talking about Steve Jobs the other day. Now, a lot of people who work with Steve Jobs, they said he was a nasty person. So Steve Jobs ended up dying of cancer at a very young age. Not saying that there had, there's no correlation between the two, but I bet you there was a little bit of regret on that man's conscience. And he actually quoted something. I don't know what he quoted, but it was much bigger than just that quote. It was the fact that he probably had treated people very poorly for probably 10, 20, 30 years of his life. And so when it came on death's bed, he's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm barely at the half century mark and it's, it's my time to go. You don't want to be that person. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to give you a quote. PMA, positive mental attitude, it's going to, it aids you. It's going to help you develop that mental, the physical health. In the longer life. See, the longer life is the, this is the most critical component of it all. Because you know what? You could be as positive as ever, but if you're not putting forth the action in terms of doing the habits and creating the habits and sustaining those habits that are going to allow you to live a long life, then what the hell's the point? You guys probably don't know this story because we got so many new people coming on, man. Um, thank you so much. As always, I'm so grateful. Um, I used to work with a girl by the name of Nancy. Nancy was a Mexican-American, College of Southern Nevada, dental faculty practice, right? And there was another girl by the name of Elsie. Now, Elsie, we'll, we'll get into that other one. And Alexis, oh my God, man, we're talking about just animals. Anyways, let's talk about Nancy first, because this, this is the unfortunate event, and she ended up meeting her fate very early in life. And so... I've known Nancy for the longest. I remember when I did externship, I got my little dental assistant certificate in about a year's time. And that's how that enabled me to, of course, go to Australia to do a little bit of work out there. And so Nancy was one of the very first state employees that I met there. She was a dental assistant. And honestly, she was just a nasty person in all. Anytime I asked her just the, the littlest question, she would snap. And then she would go to someone else and say, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I guess this is like all dental offices. A lot of people would say, no, not all bullshit. Dental offices, hospitals, you name it. It's all like that, okay? And this is why I'm so fortunate enough to get out of that goddamn slave trade. But anyways, Nancy was one of those people who was so discontent with their life. And if you actually looked at her, you would obviously understand why she was so angry. Of course, being obese, overweight, uh, her legs and her arms being very, very skinny, and her body, you know, be, being just a big ball. I don't know. I don't know if it was a disorder. A lot of people would say it's a disorder, but she never said it was a disorder. But anyways, I remember me and her got into a confrontation in the front office probably around January of 2013. She was trying to demand me. She was saying some crazy stuff. And I said, man, you don't know who the hell you talking to. You know, I just went straight black and Eddie Murphy on her ass. I said, you don't know who the hell you talking to. Who the hell? I don't know. But I just went crazy on her, right? And next thing you know, she just, she just like, eased back. And I remember my boy, Kenny, funniest guy I've ever met. 
He was like, damn, Arsenio, you got a vein in your forehead. You know, he was just cracking jokes. I was like, I don't know who the hell, my motherfucker, who the hell you think you talking to like that, man? Well, my name is Arsenio, man. I'm born and raised in the Vegas craze, baby. I'm black, but I, I was saying all these crazy things, right? And so she was nicer to me after that. But she was still so rude to so many people, including the patients. A lot of the patients didn't even like her. So in May of 2013, I came to Australia. And I remember I woke up. And I got, I think I got a message from either Elsie or this other guy named Daniel. And they're like, hey, man, we hate the, <clears throat> we're sorry to break you this news, but Nancy died in a car crash. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, there were four people in the car. She was the only one killed. The other three were unscathed. And I'm like, that is very odd. And a lot, I mean, we could like play the hands of the gods and whatnot saying, oh, well, this probably caught up to her or this and that. I mean, unfortunately, her life did end. And Alexis, who was another girl at the front office who absolutely hated her, she is filled with regret now because she hadn't spoke to Nancy in X amount of years because of something really stupid and childish. Elsie was another one who did not like Nancy. And Elsie's another one who has a very nasty attitude. And she's just rude. And she's just unkind. And she's discontent with their job and her life. And I remember the last time I had a conversation with these three, they they pissed me off so much. I said, you know what, done. You're finished. You're finished. Best of luck to you. Goodbye. Uh, Best of luck in all your future endeavors, too. And so I don't want to be around that type of negativity. You know what I mean? Especially people who have nothing going in their life. Are they going to live long? Think about it. And no, I'm I'm, I'm not trying to say Nancy died because she was a very unkind person. But at that given moment, When she passed away and she left the body and domain, there had to be a moment where she said, wow, I'm going to die right here. Or maybe I I don't know. Maybe it was catching up to her. I don't know. But I know she's filled with regret for all the time she had just pissed everybody off and made everybody unhappy. I don't want to be that person. I want to be able to enjoy and live a long life now. Okay. Granted, you say, okay, Arsenio, but you know. Out there in Thailand, you know, you say some things, you do some things. Yes, I adapt to society. Now, when I go to the airport, I quickly turn off my Thai-ness. And then whatever country I go to, I open up and I be the real Arsenio Buck. Hey, excuse me. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, but I'm just the friendliest, most open. Oh, my God. Just a wonderful human being. I'm a mentor. I'm a coach. But here in Thailand, I have to adapt. I can't just be an outgoing, friendly guy here. That's not how it works. I've been here five years. I know how it feels to be a certain in particular shade in the American fabric here. All right. So what am I trying to say? You know, I've been through so many things. I've seen so many. I've been around so many teachers who are just so vindictive. They're so angry. They're so discontent. They don't know what to do with their life. They came here to marry a woman. One guy's name is who cares? Okay, but let's just say he's 78 years old. His wife is 38 years old. Okay, another one has a, a, a girlfriend, and he complains to her all the time and treats her like shit. Another one was 50 years old, and he had an 18-year-old girlfriend, and he was a neighborhood drunk, apparently. He had a job at my place uh, because you know why. Um, I've been around these people, and they would just sit there in their little shitty-ass ain't-it-awful club and just complain, complain, complain. I'm like, guys, you are on death's, you are on death's bed right now. Are you trying to speed up this process? You're 50, you're 60, you're 70, you're discontent. Get the fuck out of here. 
There's nothing else you could... Well, why are you here? Guys, if I was that discontent with Thailand, I would leave. But this is where I grow. So you're trying to... You're, a lot of people would say, are you going to stay there long term? Fuck no. Excuse my French. I'm going to be going to South America or Central America. That's where my heart is. Or maybe Egypt. I don't know. But I'm not going to live in a place that I absolutely hate. That's kind of like going back to America. You see what I mean? Why would I go back to America when I know there would be no growth for me there? My growth is here. The things that I see and the things that happen to me every day shape who I am and create more of the story that I need. And the opportunity, well, there's no longer, the opportunity is in the hands of, you know, the atmosphere right now because it's, pre- it's predicated on me. It's not shaking the hands and meeting the business or this or that. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. It's me, my content writer, and my collaborations who are going to get me to the next level now. Okay, Thailand is a place where I could save some money and do the right thing and, you know, develop myself as a human being. And then after that, I'm like, okay, I got everything I need. Peace out, Thailand. Because it'll be it. That'll be it. But why would you be an angry person? You're taking years off your life. If you wake up every day and you're driving and someone makes a left-hand turn without, you know, turning on the signal and you say, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Thailand and Thailand. Oh, my God, he made a left-hand turn. I don't know what to do with myself. Shut up. You have lost that life. You have no control over yourself anymore. So, guys, what I'm trying to tell you, I'm going to give you one last quote. Let me give you one last quote because this was a quote that I posted on Motivational Mentors page. Of course, the page that me, uh, Luke and I, we actually run together. And the quote is, the price of ignorance is sin, sickness, and death. What do you know about hygiene? Hygiene is defined as a system of principles or rules designed for the promotion of health. But social hygiene often refers specifically to veneral, contagion, or is it contagion? Uh, whatever. <gasps> Ignorance of physical, mental, and social hygiene can lead to sin, sickness, and death. I'm telling you, I cannot be more frank with you right now. If you're around those shitty-ass human beings that complain and you find yourself complaining, that's literally identifying the bad habit in Darren Hardy's book. Remember, it's like, when are you more prone to drink? Are you more prone to drink around these certain friends or these certain friends? Okay, cut off. Okay, don't go out with those friends too often. If you go out four times a month, try doing two times a month. And then reduce it over and over. Don't just knock them off because then next thing you know, you lose friendships. You see what I mean? If you're around four whack-ass friends and they just complain, 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 you're going to have to take a step back, take a step back. And when they're not looking, just keep taking those steps back. It's kind of like being in a room and you're right next to the door and you see them just chattering, chattering. And you're just like scooting back, you know, doing the moonwalk. And you open that door a little bit. You, you know, you you toggle with the door. You open it and you say, okay, I'm getting the hell out of here. Because guess what? If you want to live longer and not put all that stress and sickness and sin and everything upon your conscious mind, you got to get away from these people. Can't stress it enough. And guys... With that being said, thanks for tuning in to another podcast. Tomorrow morning, baby, I got Selena Celeste. Yes, another entrepreneur. She's my gal. We're, well, not like that, but she's my, she, you know, she's, that, that's my people. You know what I mean? Um, we're going to be doing a Q&A on a bi-weekly basis, okay? 
Probably going to be firing this off every Sunday morning, my time, which is America evening, and everybody else falls in between. So guys, wait for that. It's going to be a good one. Tomorrow morning, I'll get back into Napoleon Hill. Alcoholism on, of course, Monday. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual. Over and out.